Hello and welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a video game podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode number 18. I am Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today we have Casey Cool. Hello. And Shelby Stokes. That's Hello. Just, Hello there. Just the <laughs> dynamic duo. Just a, just a dual team today, gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's okay. Our our friend um, Night Beers is with mm-hmm. us tonight, so yes. that's good. Daddy sodas. <laughs> daddy sodas. I like yeah. that. That's what I tell my children. They're like, what is that? I'm like, it's just a dad soda. Can I have one when you're a dad? Yeah, we, we, we tell Littles that it's everything's coffee. Can I have some uh, of that? No, no, it's coffee. Yeah, it's coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy calls uh, a lot of friends. My daughter says everything. Oh, coffee. Co- <laughs> like if she sees me drinking that, she calls it coffee because my wife drinks so much coffee. That's awesome. Hey, coffee Kinda. is good for you, right? I mean, it gets you up. It makes makes things happen. I'm not a coffee guy. I don't what? like it. I don't drink it. No. Dude, caffeine? Yes, please. All the time. Um, I have tea, but coffee tastes like dirt to me. And if I take, like, so I'm going on vacation next week, and there's a coffee shop there in Oregon that I love that I'll get coffee from called The Sleepy Monk. I'm mm. always good to it. But it turns me into a, like a blathering idiot. Like I just chat, 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 chat. <laughs> and you know, I take my ADD medicine. I don't. I don't think I need to be like more. I don't need the rocket fuel as I drink energy drinks all the time. But that's totally what coffee is about. Is like making you take it to the next level. Yeah, but I don't want to have really bad breath, and Dude. I don't like how it tastes. I just. And if I drink it, I have to put, like, tons of sugar in it. I'd be, like, 300 pounds if I drink every day because it'd be, like, a milkshake. Actually, you shouldn't drink coffee because then you wouldn't be allowed to be on the Underpowered podcast anymore. We would have That's to kick true. you out. Yeah. I'd be overpowered. I'd be way more effective yeah. with my time. You'd be bulking up and taking things out. Just <laughs> <laughs> be really intense. No! <sighs> I've been up for three days! <laughs> That's how you know it's working. Yeah, yeah. So what turned the corner for coffee for me was when I started to drink espressos. Oh. Um, I went abroad, and espressos are big in some other countries. And from there, like, it, it's just like a shot, but it's like full-on dark coffee. So you basically just take that shot of coffee, and it's like, next yeah. level. It's great. So little known fact to me, I was a barista. Whoa, At stop. a coffee shop. Were you for really? Like two weeks. Yeah, for real. So does that mean you can make Italian sodas like a whiz? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, I got fired from that job uh, <laughs> because the owner came in and he wanted me to put together a cabinet. And I said, oh, okay. And I, I look at the directions I and I had none of the tools. I'm like, yeah, I can't put this cabinet together. I didn't have any tools. So he didn't like that. I didn't do what he asked because I didn't have the material to do it. And I said, well, okay. And they let me go. And the really bad thing was the check they gave me bounced. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so they didn't last very long for their business practices. I was like, oh, that's kind of a good thing to be out. Um, and then I got a better job at the university bookstore afterwards. So that was cool. Oh, there you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, Man, right. do baristas have to have it tough, too? I mean, putting up with individuals, they're like, this coffee isn't right. I, I can't even imagine. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't drink it. That's always the thing. Hmm? Probably not. Have, have you seen the fancy like foam art that they do on the internet? Yeah, that's cool. I wish that you were able to do that. I, I've seen it where they do it with pancakes, too. Mm. That's more my speed. Yeah, there's this really cool spot in Hawaii, and I'm sure they have other places like it. But this one, they basically have uh, grills at the middle of each table. And then you buy pancakes, pancake mix, 
but it's okay. in like old school ketchup bottles. So it's like very fine point and you can go in there and design stuff. It's really, it's really neat. Highly recommend. Dongs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably not only in Hawaii. Let's be real. That's probably, it's probably yeah, yeah. everywhere. We, so, you know, like the Wii U, right. when the Wii U launched, do you remember they had like the tablet where people could draw the, uh, developer like the japanese team is talking about like yeah we're going through safety protocols and they're like giggling like the thing is we're having like to put a filter in for drawings of penises because for some reason americans love to draw penises oh that's an american thing (laughs) yeah oh that is so much worse i had no idea (laughs) gosh (laughs) like americans needed any more ammunition to be the worst uh so video games have you been playing some video games casey yeah, speaking of Nintendo and their dong blocking, um, and dongs in general, South Park, Ooh. Fractured Butthole, I've been playing that, I finished that up. Very nice, oh, finished it, mm-hmm. good for you. It's good, okay, here's my thing with it, the gameplay itself is really great, mm-hmm. like the battle structure and what they've done from the Stick of Truth, Have you? and you played Stick of Truth, right? I did, yeah, well, I didn't complete it, but I did play 60% of it, it felt like. Okay, so you got you got a feel of that game. Yeah. So my thing with Stick of Truth was the only thing I didn't like about the combat was there were just two characters at a time, right? I know that's like a weird hang-up for RPG, but it felt like an episode of South Park and the humor always hit. And I kind of talked about this last episode, that this game feels like they're just like pulling at, oh, do you remember this joke that South Park does? This is the like we're 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 playing on that because I don't think Matt and Trey wrote this one like that because there's nothing like fresh or original. We're stick of truth like oh it's a new story you're playing through it. They're doing some callbacks. This ep- this this game is tons of callbacks and nothing like it's they're imitating South Park. It's not South Park. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm a huge fan. I, I just got HBO Max set up on my TV and they have every season of South Park. It's one of my all time favorite shows. I have a thing. I've talked about it. My friends have talked about it. If I hear the first 30 seconds, like if I can just like can be in my eyes can close and I hear like 15, 20 seconds, I can tell you what the episode's about <laughs> to a T. It's, I know it. I know the episode. And no, okay, so when I'm so playing wait, wait, wait. It, so like in the first game, I felt like it was very referential to the material, like the entire time. And I wasn't a big South Park guy, but it was on so many game of the mm-hmm. year lists that I played through it anyway. And I felt like I was lost for a lot of it. So are you saying that this is more referential to the material than the first one that's all it is Hmm. that it's not it's like oh the crab people from the one episode they tied them in or so like the the one unique thing is too is they really fleshed out the character design so like when you pick a religion or uh in d it's like D D when you pick an alignment right you meet a character from the super friends which is like from Moses and all the men, and his name is Seaman. <laughs> no, and he they call him, they call him Seaman. He has a pet bird, <laughs> oh the swallow, gosh. and it's Stop. a reference to Kanye. Kanye. So this thing, this whole thing, is a big reference to Kanye West. So there's a whole series of episodes where Kanye West and the joke, oh, if you like fish sticks, you must be a gay fish, right? Gotcha. And so they make Kanye a gay fish. Have you seen that? I've heard of it. I remember when it came out, everybody was referencing it. So you go to this fish under the water. And you uh, go, and he's gay, and he's trying to get his mom into heaven. And I don't know if you know about the Kanye West video game. No, I had no idea he had a video game. Kanye West made a game called The Only One, and it's like about him trying to get his mother into heaven. That's what his video game is actually about that he made. And it's an iPhone game. 
that you can put. I swear, this, this is, real, is thing. real. And it's like, yeah, yeah, go watch a trailer for it. After Dude, this. Kanye so, is I, all and, about being weird, huh? I mean, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> I sent a old, one of our old fraternity brothers this week his clip of him doing his campaign stuff, and I was like, uh, twenty twenty in a nutshell. <laughs> I saw that. So anyway, I, I laughed at that part because it was true. It's like, oh, okay, they're taking a South Park concept and adding to it. But they just do, and you know, there's like a there's a reference to Black Lives Matters in the game because they they keep arresting. It's very and this game was made in like 2017, hmm. and um, and uh, hold on, let me make sure that's true. I think it came out 2017. Sorry, yeah, 2017 October, and so like and there's like reference and like with the current times that it's in it's kind of like oh i don't know this is uh, yeah. pretty telling but it's it's making a point like the, the whole the one famous thing about this fractured but whole game was if you change your skin color at the beginning of the game there's like a line of dialogue if you made yourself black like oh you've shown incredibly hard mode where life is like way much way harder for you you start with less money it was just like it was like oh yeah you know, I actually remember that in the first game because it they would had a had a difficulty slider like out of the gate, and mm-hmm. then as you moved it, it became more difficult. I was like, "Oh, yeah. that is interesting." Like they're yeah, saying yeah, yeah. something. There's some commentary there, which I thought wasn't yeah. like it. It didn't feel like is it a sensitive topic? Yes, but I thought the joke was smart to the point where it's not. I don't know. I, I thought it was well done. It, it, to some extent yeah right so south park's always cross the line right and like people get mad when they cross the line but that's what there was and that's what comedy does so i i think i think some people are a little too sensitive for comedy but this uh to me is just m- mimicking south park a lot mm-hmm. in its humor like i'll giggle at a couple of things but what's keeping me interested in it is the gameplay the grid battling system and uh perking out your hero and the artifact things you know, I enjoyed that. I enjoy the battling system and switching out my team. Um, and everything's based off artifacts that you equip to your character that pumps your stats. You know, usually, like, everyone's like, okay, so the brawler this time. This time I went with, like, a brain power. So, like, my guy's a plant mancer. So I can use, like, plants. And I have some other superhero perks. But um, if I were to... So here's the thing. How much do you think that game costs right now? Uh, this I would guess it to be thirty dollars ish. Thirty dollars. I mean, I don't, so I don't see that as a sixty dollar game personally. So if you want to buy it right now on the Switch, it is it's sixty bucks. What? Yeah, yeah. Stick of Truth is thirty, and it's a I believe it's a better value. Uh, so if I were to say one, this the battling system is really great. But if you're like a South Park fan and you want something that is a little more unique and what more fleshed out in the mm-hmm. story than go with. So in terms of this game, what's a price point that comes um, to mind? I want to say like mid twenties. Yeah. Just cause of really? where it's at. And, and there's so many good games, you know, and I know Ubisoft likes to pay AAA for everything. And there's a lot of DLC for like costumes. You know, the game takes a lot of loading time, at least on mm-hmm. the switch. It does. I just think of the other game the stick of truth and how much I enjoyed like seeing that story. And I, and I have to imagine that that's at a lower price point because it is an older game. Right? Yeah. It's like 15, it's 15 yeah. bucks. At, I, so at winter oh, wow. break or winter break, uh, teacher talk <laughs> around Christmas time. Cause I always get eShop money, Nintendo money. 
I bought that, and I think it was on sale, and I got it for about that. Yeah, fifteen on the eShop, and it's an older game. I think if they made Fracture Butthole like twenty, you know, I think yeah. that would be the right point. Point. So that would be my recommendation. If I were to give it a letter grade, I'd give it maybe a C plus. C plus. B minus. Yeah. Really, I'd say a B minus. I, I I'm giving it because it's South Park, and I really enjoyed the gameplay, but it, because of the price point. And because it's it's just them like parroting South Park, I couldn't get past that. Mm-hmm. So that's my take on Fraction But Whole. And then another game I've been playing is a game that I know you love, Ooh. Into the Breach. Yeah, yeah, very good. Into the Breach is great. So I have I have some issues with it. Really, I like the gameplay, and you can play it in like little snippets. So what I've been doing since like I've been waiting to tell you that I've been playing a lot since like mid-may i just put in like an hour or two so i'm at like i'm almost at our 30 hours reached oh you're about there huh yeah yeah so i'll have a beat by the end so the thing about that game is this there's no true story right like Mm -hmm. you're it's you there's bugs you can time travel for those you haven't played into the breach into the breach is a tactical rpg it's grid-based battling system you have three units and on your three units you can choose what type of unit you want to go in battle and you have to fight the bugs for a certain turn count and save civilians at a certain point you go to these different islands there's four major islands and you can say okay this timeline's screwed i can't do anything else so i'm going to leave and take my best character with me and i'm at time travel too or it i don't is it really time traveling or is it more like string like multi-universe i guess it's time traveling right it, go it's, back in it's time. time traveling yeah so like the whole thing is like you're being invaded by the bugs or the aliens so you're trying to defend the earth and then which the... i love because yeah. starship troopers was yes. amazing as a kid that's what i'm like all right starship <laughs> troopers got it so then you're able to take one character back to the beginning of your next run so it's a little bit like a roguelike in that sense yeah and it, you can drop characters off, too, and leave them on the island. There's some options there, too. I've always been too afraid to do that. I have one guy I really like that I always use. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I would like more... I wish the characters had more of a backstory and a name. I gotcha. wish there was, like, more... That That's, like... It's a little thing. Have you entered a, Have you beat all four zones yet? So I get to the fourth zone always. This is the thing. Right. And I'm, I, and I'm, I'm like, ah, I need to go back. Um, I need to, I need to, I can't do this right now. So I, my goal this week when I'm driving with my family to the beach, um, is to beat that in car ride and get through the fourth island because I'm there. Nice. Um, and, and for me, you know, I just like unlocking all the ships and different setups. Um, like one thing I found I love is that little electric cloud that you can drop on people. Yeah. And that game's so cool because like, there's so many different strategies. Sometimes you just, oh, I'm going to stand over this uh, fissure that the monster's going to come from for five turns and heal myself. And it's that easy, you know? Yeah. What did you like about that game? I, I just enjoyed the way that you could see everything. Everything was very mm-hmm. clear. And the way they articulated it to the player, I thought, was very clean. Um, you know, some of the issues that I've had with a few of those games is I'll get myself, and by that I mean a few... Let me back up. So some of the issues I've had with top-down strategy games is it's hard to tell exactly what's going to happen. And I never had that issue with this game. Um, I also felt that they kept incentivizing you to switch pilots because the pilot had more potential by the end of the run 
right? So you like end up picking up a pilot at some point and then you realize, oh, this guy has four stat points and my current guy only yeah. has two. So all of a sudden I found myself switching off pilots more and more trying to level it up. And then right about the time that I got to that next pilot to 80%, I would see, oh, here's a second pilot. Do I build this secondary pilot or do I grab this third pilot and then try to build that right. person up? So it was really smart in that sense because it allows you to get a little bit further each time in terms of drilling down into the end of the game. And I also really appreciated the different um, teams that they put together and how each one is completely yeah. different, but yet still plays in similar right. ways. You know, like you get to some of those and like one of them is all shield based. So all of a sudden you're throwing shields and pushing mm -hmm. characters, whereas others are more brute force. Like you go in with cannons blazing. Um, I thought it was really well done. And maybe I'm an idiot and I haven't figured this out. Something I wish you could do in that game is switch your... Mm -hmm. mech in between battles like oh i would like a different setup i think you I, if i if, from what i've found so far i might just be looking at the wrong button you can't you have to you you pick at the beginning of your run like hey these are your three you're gonna use use them you know and yep that's Definitely. yeah that was okay then i'm not an idiot it's debatable but <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I mean, I remember you locked in and you're like, okay, yeah. I'm going to try this. But, and I think some of the issue that I had there was you'd get so comfortable with team A that you wouldn't want to yeah. go to team B because you're like, I already know how this one plays. Why learn it? But I think like once you commit to a run with a new team, you gain the appreciation by the end of it. You're like, oh, I'm yeah. starting to understand this. I'm playing this better. And I thought that was neat because each set is right. so much different. And what I love about it, it's a perfect Switch game. The price point of $15 mm -hmm. is ideal you could play that like if it was on the iphone it would be a smash hit because people would just be playing on the toilet all the time especially for those like busy gamers like <laughs> you and i it's something though that i could always play like i've had i always think about like games i want to go back and play like i want to replay fire emblem again and do a different run now, obviously octopath but that's a game that i'm always like oh i could just go do a run for an hour or like i could just even spend 30 minutes and i'll be happy you know so i i really enjoy it um so I, I like the lettering grade system. I give that game a B plus in my mind. I would definitely yeah. recommend. That's that's exciting. I'm glad you're enjoying it. It doesn't sound like it has its hooks in you, like it has its hooks in me or had its hooks in me. Um, I did like halfway through my playthrough with the game is it did kind of feel like a chore. And it's one of those traveling games for me where I can pop it open and be like, okay, I'll go through a run. But I don't like sit down and play that consistently. It's more like I touch it and then I go away and come back to it at another point. That That's going to be kind of my thing. And I think that's great. I think some games were built for that and that, that is one of them. You know, and it, it, I love a tactical grid RPG. It's like, I was like hooked there, right? Mm -hmm. um, I just wish there was just a little more to... I wish I could swap out like, oh, okay, I don't like this setup for this island mm -hmm. uh, or this, this, that. But that's just, I think, also what that would nerf the game. Like, it makes it, you have to be more strategic. You can't um, multitask with that game. You have to be kind of really locked in, too. Yeah, agreed. Because if you, you're like, oh, no, I fucked up. Or, oh, no, I screwed up. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you're only able to rewind once per level i think it is right yeah and so like if you're not paying attention you're like oh i just didn't see that that was going to play out the way it did yeah then you have to use your rewind and then you're like out for the rest of that game right. or the rest of that level yeah but yeah i like you it's just something that i can like devote a little bit of attention to and i feel good about it um 
What are you playing right now? Speaking about what feeling good about it. Well, you know, there I, I've been playing a couple of games. So mm-hmm. first and foremost, I was out on vacation this last week, or at least gone for the long weekend, mm-hmm. and I dove back into a little game called Divinity Original Sin Two oh, on my Switch. I, that looks so cool. Tell me about it. Dude, I know you've been kind of playing a little bit Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. This game is for you. The, I, I know. mean, yeah, uh. it is. It is cool, and it'd be nice to pick Spool's brain to figure out what the best run would be in terms of a team. Yeah, I would. I almost want you to drop it off your backlog so we can play it together <laughs> different time. You know, I've got I I've got two friends that we could be because it's four player online, right? I would buy mm-hmm. you the Switch Online thing because you're playing it on the Switch. I am, yeah. Yeah, I might, I might, I might let you use a free get out of jail pass. Hey, on hey if if you want to, if you want to let me do it, I th- I think you may want to mention it okay. because I am really enjoying this and like you know the way that we're playing our games is like kind of a race yeah. to get through our backlog and and you know there's like pros and cons here but basically i'm in this game and there are so many side quests that i want to dive deep into because they're so intriguing but at the same time like i should really stay on main quest if i want to try to get through this right which is a disservice to the game um so i haven't been good at staying on the main quest um i literally stayed up till like two o'clock in the morning one day of this weekend because i just could not stop playing oh, man it, it so was many great. Hours you <laughs> Too many. No, no. So my experience <laughs> no with this game, well, I think like the how long to beat breaks it down at like fifty or sixty mm. hours. Um, I beat my head against this game when I first got it because I just kept dying over and over and was like unwilling to crank down the difficulty. But I was on a normal difficulty and just kept dying repeatedly. Um, so eventually I crank down the difficulty and now I'm in the second act and I think there's like five or six acts. So I have a long way to go. I'm probably 30 or 40 hours in. I I want you to think about that offer. And we'll talk about it in a couple okay. weeks because I'm I'm serious. Uh, I have a, I have two close friends I grew up playing video games with that they email us all the time, and I'm trying to get them to get the game. Um, and <laughs> Matt will be joining us in a couple weeks because he wants to talk about Last of Us too. And I said sure, uh, but he he's like, oh, yeah. we could play that with Shelby. I was like, yeah, like I said that, <laughs> like we could all four play because we've been playing we play the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance game and we ran through that, so we need something yeah. kind of new. Based on this conversation, I'm. I definitely had analysis paralysis in the beginning because there's so many different builds for this game that if you start Googling it, you go yeah. down a rabbit hole yeah. quickly. And that is probably why I spent so much time in the beginning because it took up all my headspace. And I'm like looking at forums, looking at Reddit, looking at all these different pieces, trying to build the best possible yeah. game for myself. And it just led to some serious issues. Um, so it probably took me 20 hours just to spec and respec. Wow. Um, trying to find something. I eventually got into a rhythm and it's, it's so great. Is it, does it play like a rts or does it play like a diablo like how is it it's it's top down tactical it's more of an rts you basically have a party of four individuals and then once you get into a conflict of some kind the camera kind of zooms out and um you basically take turns with each character um and you know they set it up in a sequence so you see which enemy is attacking when and then it just works its way down the line and so you know when your next character will get to hit um, or get an opportunity. And then when it lands on your character, you get action points that you can dedicate it. You can dedicate those action points to different uh, tactics. Um, this game is unreal. It's the most vast 
and dense game I think I've ever played. Um, everything is completely voice acted. So every dialogue tree is voice acted. The narrator is awesome. Like you wake up in the bottom of a ship and da, 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 da. like, I'm just blown away at the attention to detail and how intricate the multiple um, quests are. So i um, really been enjoying that more to come. I'm sure or, <laughs> a lot more to or come not. No, we'll see. or not, or maybe we yeah. table it. Um, but, but yeah, we can talk about that a little bit more. Um, speaking of last of us, I have been picking at last of oh, us as well. One. Um, nice. yep. The first one. So I'll probably have more thoughts on that next week, but that is a horror game, which really? I was not aware of. Yeah. It's like a full on horror, scary game. Um, and they do some really smart things with the controls and, um, you know, it's made by naughty dog. Yeah. So they're epic at cutscenes. Um, but I wrapped up red dead redemption two this last week. Um, and that game is by rockstar. Studios, obviously, <laughs> released in October of 2018, as many of you know. Um, I did do a little bit of the multiplayer with uh, our buddy, Dr. Zubat, and um, I log in to the multiplayer, and the entire, this might be a spoiler, it might not, but the entire map from the first mm-hmm. game is in the oh, multiplayer. Awesome. It's insane. Like, the map is huge. I have a feeling that, that that game will pivot into an online experience like GTA Five has. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would bet. It feels that way. I mean, this game came out two years ago, and they're doing some really smart things in the multiplayer. I'm kind of bouncing off of it, though. So well, online. Nah, full so what did you, what's your on take on Red Dead 2? Does it live up to the hype of the first one? Yes. Yes, it does. This this game is a masterpiece, dude. This this game is absolutely a masterpiece. As you know, like I had some issues with the GTA problem. Um, as you continue down the storyline, it really rewards you um, by telling one of the most epic stories that I've ever encountered. Um, it also feels like it's a lived-in world. Like, uh, you know, you go to these different cities, and one is, for example, a factory town. You go just outside of the city, and all the trees are, sh- are like, chopped down Ooh. to the stumps. So basically what I'm getting at is, like, they have the internal city, and then they kind of est- extrapolate from there how it would affect the world around them. You know, there's a swamp, which is feels like a swamp with gators in it. Um, deserts are barren. So, I mean, like the settings that they really take the time to flesh each one of them out. But the reason people come to this is, is the storytelling. Um, I started to get really immersed in the story, uh, about a couple of weeks ago. Um, there's one instance where I was like, okay, I'm just going to get to the starting point of this next story mission and then quit for the night. So I'm on my way to the starting point of the next story mission. And then all of a sudden, the main character faints, falls off his horse, and cuts to yeah, black. Yeah, I know, I know. And it why. launched yeah. me in. Yeah, and, and it launched me into a whole new story sequence that I didn't even see yeah. coming. Like, it, it was just, it just blew me away. Um, you know, you're establishing a farm at some point, which is pretty neat. And the way that they end some of those missions is it's built into the narrative exactly like you would imagine a real game to to be. So you do this mission in the middle of the night, and then you come back to your farm or whatever it is, and you're basically sitting on a fence post watching the sunrise. And before you know it, like the mission's over and you had control of the controller the entire time. Um, Just, just seamless. The entire game soup to nuts. You walk up to a new mission, no cutscene, 
goes or no loading screen Whoa. whatsoever jumps right in and uh, has people go See, back and I've forth heard, you know it's crazy. Like, i've heard some people talk about that's a really great game and then there's some mechanical issues but the majority the mm-hmm. majority of her is how amazing the storytelling and, and the experience is um it's something i i loved red dead on xbox 360 and then that makes me want to get another system so that's good to hear if you had to give it a letter grade a solid a a plus um, you know, like I, I, yes, I mean, this is a, this is a game that is not for everybody, right? I mean, it's seamless. It starts you out doing root and toot and cowboy stuff. And over the course of the game, like your actions feel like they have consequences in the middle. And then by the end, you realize that the entire house is burned down around you and just kind of working through those different issues with the characters and watching how they either come to their fate or ride out into the sunset is pretty cool. And by the end, when you're all hooping and hollering and riding these horses, um, you know, to the next story mission, uh, it's, it's just unreal. So I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's easily one of the most impressive games I have ever wow. played. Bold. I've enjoyed other games more than this. Okay. But this game is unlike anything I've experienced, hands yeah. down, and may never experience again. Um, if you like the recent GTA games, probably for you, if it's a, it's a narrative story driven game. So if you like that kind of game, it's for you. If you like role-playing games, this game is for you. You are basically a living, breathing cowboy and every moment of that cowboy's day you are experiencing. Um, I think it's why I had frustration in the beginning is because I'm more of an action based individual. Um, I would recommend this to many people, but it feels like a simulator. So you have to know that going in. It's not over the top action. And if you're looking a game to really chew on, this is a mouthful to enjoy. It's a long game that asks for a good chunk of your time, but rewards those individuals that choose to do so. So a letter grade, I give it as an A with all of those caveats in mind. You know, you have to like those kinds of games. You have to understand that it is going to be a slow burn all the way through, but it pays off in the end. I think moving forward, we're going to stick with the lettering grade system. I think. Is that right? You know, I'm a teacher, so we can we can go in on that angle. But I think it's (laughs) nice because like I don't want to give it a number because like uh, you know an A minus can be different than A or you know. I think that's important. Yeah, yeah and, and I know that we're kind of bouncing back and forth. So if you're out there listening and you want to contribute to this discussion via the Discord, feel free to do mm-hmm. so. Um, I imagine this will be a living, breathing discussion. Um, you know, we've seen many other sites and content creators that go back and forth regarding how to rate games. Um, what I'd like to see us do is, you know, little grade is great. I'd like to also have us drill down on what this, what kind of games would lead a gamer to enjoy yeah the product giving a recommend right. it's like when oh if you like this book you'd also like blank yeah given yeah it, I, we're gonna i agree i think we can yeah. do something like that too yeah like like and you know red dead is a perfect example in that it's it's a very advanced game in that i would not give a casual gamer a huge recommend on this game because there are so many moving pieces mm-hmm. unless they're actually going to sit down and take the time and know that it's a slow burn and a simulator at the end of the day so would I recommend it? Yeah. Is it for everybody? Heck sure. no. Um, and, and we know individuals that have bounced off of this game anyway. Yeah. So. But I, majority I've heard like that. So that's great to hear. I, I'm, I like it when games push the boundary of not just being a video game, but like a storytelling device. And as, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and and I'm also trying to work a ask a friend to hop into a spoiler cast with right. me on the this. Doctor, so right? Doctor Z, the doc, Mister D, Doctor Zubat. Yeah. 
if you're on our Discord, you know all yeah. about him. But yeah, this is one of his favorite games. Um, I believe he said of all time, but we'll digest that um, a little bit later on another cast. But it's hard for me to really articulate how amazing this game is without hitting the story beats. So we're going to put a spoiler cast in the can and hopefully have it out to our listeners uh, sometime yeah, in the future. You know, possibly next week. We have a lot of things coming out next week. If that could be cool, but I'll cut that out. That's too much pressure. Um, so you're playing, you played that on obviously the PlayStation, right? Or you played on the Xbox? Um, Xbox. Well, dang, that hurt, kills my segue because I was thinking we could move to our big three of the news <laughs> and talk about the new PlayStation 5. And Let's do it, though. Yeah. Um, so an article came out recently. I am referencing IGN in this next article. And basically what they have, what somebody has dug into the source code of in terms of Sony is they have basically dug into Sony's direct.playstation.com source code. And in that source code, they found some sort of message that basically refers to the fact that a user can only purchase one version of the PS5 console. Console? Either at disc or digital. PS5 console. Easy for you to say. Oh, um, they can get a council. Council. Okay, so we're gonna yeah, have- a PS5 council. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, what it's saying is, if uh, you know, one household can buy one device at launch, which isn't unheard of. Based on this article's um, write up, they they talk about that also being a similar situation for the PS5. But that's too bad. If you're looking for two, you may not have two. You may only have one. I don't know how they can stop that. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, people are going to buy it. Like, someone's going to buy it and sell it online. And if someone wants two, they're going to have two. And I'm thinking that maybe you can only have one account registered. Like, you're this, like, uh, if you had a brother or sister living with you or family members, each of you is going to have to have your own different like, account and you have to pay for the online a different way. See, and I don't think they'll even go that far. I mean, th- this write up basically comes from the website where you would buy the PS5, right? I think they're going to say, hey, please don't. And then if people want to get two PlayStations, they're going to get two PlayStations. People are going to get five and sell them. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. not, yeah. And that's um, probably what they're trying to st- get around here is so people aren't incentivized to do that. Yeah, they can't stop that. Like, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how, like, unless they're going to come in and like raid them with the police or follow the IPN of their internet address and say, we got two on here and then blow <laughs> one up over the internet or give them a virus. I don't, I don't know how this would work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know either, but you know, at least they're doing what they can to try to stop people from buying all the, buying all the playstations and not reselling them. I, it's nice. It's a nice, like, Oh, that's a nice thing for you guys to say. I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're saying it to make like some PR points. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think this is just a marketing move in a way. Like, oh, but if they can explain to me how, if they can give me like a nice layout in a press conference, I'd be like, oh, okay. But <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't I, get it. No, I, I don't think they'll ever do that. And to be honest with you, they want to sell more PlayStation yeah. 5s, right? Yeah, this is a good guy move, like saying don't buy six at home and then resell them. But ultimately, they want to sell six of them if they right. can sell six of them. Uh, yeah. Interesting move by Sony. Let me see. Let me let me hear you how you're going to stop me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I want to actually, it's more in the sense of stop me. I want to see the workarounds. I want to see how people are going to be like, oh, okay, cool. 
<laughs> well, I mean, you see those pictures go around the internet where it's like, here's a wall of PS5s that I bought. It's like, seriously? Or have you seen the dudes who just buy it and then break it in front of the lines on the internet? Like, there's people mm. that do that on launch. Like, all right, Dude, but going. they get so, so many clicks, though, Casey. <laughs> so many clicks. We should do it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I will not attribute to that. And I'd feel so bad. Yeah, but it would be a good marketing ploy. And speaking of marketing, Nintendo had a mini. Nintendo did have a mini direct this week. And what's interesting about it was so they announced a couple different games on this mini direct. So Nintendo, like in Nintendo fashion on their Twitter, the night before it came out, this was on uh, July 20th. They, on the 19th, like six hours before, like, oh, hey, we're having a mini direct tomorrow. It's just our. what do you call it? Other developers. It's not any mainline Nintendo games. Like they basically put out a tweet that said expectations need to be low, right? This is just our, our other developers and a couple projects. And it was a 10 minute, it was eight minute. It's eight minute video. So the first thing they announced oh. is Cadence of Hyrule DLC. They get three big, you get some new characters some new music and some story content. Then the game, uh, rogue company, which was a team shooter on switch. They showed a video of that. The one that actually interests me, surprisingly enough, was the WWE 2K Battlegrounds. It's like a over-the-top wrestling brawler where they have, like, super moves. Uh, <laughs> it looked kind of fun. And then the one that, like, the internet went crazy for is Shin Megami Tensei 3, uh, which is a remaster of one of the very popular games. And then they showed, like, they hyped up uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5, which is, like, a really big RPG series that involves demons and I've never gotten into it. I've heard I would like it because they're like, it's like Pokemon with gods and demons. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll check that out maybe. So Nintendo initially goes out and sets the bar really low, right? Like, hey, we're just letting mm-hmm. you this little update. And I'm very convinced this just proves my point that people don't know how to read. Because <laughs> then the internet's response was, like, if you go to Metacritic and you look at Shin Megami Tensei, internet haters swarmed the reviews and tanked the reviews of that game. What? They brought it down to like a two. It was not cool. It's just, it goes more with that internet culture that's going around. Like, we talked about this with Last of Us 2. You know, like, people were tanking it. And now Metacritic's been talking about um, making the users have to wait four days or five days because of this issue. Where's my Breath of the Wild 2? My entitlement! Give me what I want! <laughs> you know, that. And uh, I just yeah, can't, and, I'm getting so sick of that part. And of maybe, it. you know, it probably does Nintendo a disservice by it being the time of the year that it is. Because, you know, PlayStation came out with something huge. Mm-hmm. And now Microsoft is slated to do something big here in a couple of days. You know, you have all of the major publishers out there having these big uh they, they almost feel like E3 press conferences. Right. And here Nintendo is with like, okay, here's a mini direct. It's not even a direct. It's a mini direct. Right. And they still get steamrolled. And they set the expectation low, Shelby. That's the whole yeah. thing that gets me. Like, they're like, hey, this is just what we're doing. Little thing. There's going to be more. We're going to do a couple of these. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. I just, I'm, I've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast. Yeah. I'm, I, I wish in, you know, the movie Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Okay. Where they like, have you seen that movie? Uh, it's been a minute. It's been okay. a while. The, the whole thing is like, oh, they read all the comments about their comic book movie being made about them and all these people talking trash about them. And they're like, we're going to find these guys. We're going to kick their ass. I really <laughs> think that needs to happen. Where we could just find the comment board. Like, 
if you want to use Metacritic, you have to put your actual name and your <laughs> professional email or mailing address, something on there, because then you're going to get people that won't leave these just hateful reviews. I can't, I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you can, because it's the internet, and the internet's not going anywhere. Yes, it's just true. There's a comedian, <laughs> uh, Ronnie Chang. I think he has a special. Uh, he's he is a correspondent on. Yeah, correspondent. Ronnie Chang's great. Yeah, a Daily Show, right? Yeah, Daily Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Correspondent on Daily Show. My favorite line of his in his new stand special is, "Who would have thought all knowledge would have made everyone such an idiot?" <laughs> he's right, though. It's like, oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, you don't need to know anything now that everything's at your fingertips. You know, you it's remember, it's kind of scary. Do you remember bar knowledge where you could be at a bar before like the Google? We were we were probably at the last cusp of that where you could BS something and be like, well, actually, and you know, like, and then so you like think that well, knowledge people couldn't fact check you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. The the good old days yes. pre internet. I'm I'm just curious how what the internet culture is going to be like when my son's a teen and my daughter's a teen on the internet when our both our kids are that age like i i'm feeling old yeah you know like tiktok will probably be running the world by then uh if it's allowed in america what are you talking if about if it's allowed in america yeah this uh, is true everyone will be watching not twitch streams like that'll be the old man Yes, right. When's Twitch gonna be? When's Twitch not gonna be cool? When am I gonna be watching it in my eyeball? When is it gonna just be directly plugged in? Right, right. Twitch will eventually be like the QVC. QVC. Yeah, you know where where old people watch TV all day and then order things on the internet. Oh, home shopping. Or uh, that's yeah. right. I forgot that was actually it's three <laughs> letters. That's like QVC. Though, if you said home shopping, I'd be like, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, home shopping. Or, like, you know that you're on one of those channels when it, like, cuts to <laughs> the best songs of the 1940s, yes. and it's all black and white <laughs> performance. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just that, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, well, good old Nintendo. They keep plugging away. Like I said, I mean, I don't know if they done, they have had any huge announcements in the last couple of months, but you would think that they would have cards that they were holding on to for E3. Well, Paper Mario dropped, and that's, like, that's been the true. last big thing. Which my son is getting from his nana, so I'm gonna play Ooh, that with him soon. That game looks gorgeous. Yes. But yeah. speaking of feeling old, our final news story, you made me feel old with this one. <laughs> yes. Logic quits rap to stream on Twitch. What is he gonna stream? <laughs> Dude, first of all, let's be real, you didn't know who Logic was. I was like, huh? And this is the thing. <laughs> Shelby goes, don't you listen to a lot of rap and music? I go, yeah. And then when I go and look at like when he became popular, I go, oh, what was going on? Oh, yeah, my wife was pregnant with my first child. <laughs> Dude, you just got to put those headphones on that belly of your wife's. You yes. know what I mean? When you're having a baby, you know, they say classical music to make him super smart and then rap music to make him street smart. That's how that works. Oh, okay. Okay, okay maybe not. But actually, I did hear the bass lines soothe people. So anyway, yes. back to the news. Yes. Logic has decided to hang it up in terms of music, which is too bad because I personally really like Logic. I think he's very talented. Um, I really enjoyed the message that he's conveyed um, within his discography. And hopefully he's not done done. Hopefully he's just hanging up temporarily. But basically he signed a deal with Twitch that is basically um, – a deal that is said to be a seven-figure deal. Keep in mind that he already has quite a following 
in terms of a Twitch community. He's been doing it for years now. Um, it looks like he's amassed, and I'm quoting IGN here again. 65k thousand followers. Yeah, amassed over 65,000 followers. So that's a pretty notable number. Um, yeah, good for him. He's he's doing it right, and now he's going to play video games um, full-time. He also has a album that is going to be debuting in just a couple of days here. That is July 24th. And that'll so, be his final album. Yeah, that's what they're saying here. You know, I, I question whether it's final because he's so young, right? I, I would he? imagine. That's the thing. I'm, I mean, he young. Looks young. He looks I think like, he's like, our age. No, he looks <laughs> So he's like, old. I, he looks like like a kid that I would see at the high school. That like, hey, why aren't you in class? Yeah, he just he turned thirty in January. He's got a young he, little baby face. Yep, born in nineteen ninety. Good for him. Like he's going to stream. He's going to Twitch. He did it intelligently. They gave him a bunch of money to do it. So these are all good things. I will be missing him and his music content production. Um, well, I'm really excited to listen to him and learn more about him and not feel like such a boomer. <laughs> you're totally a boomer you're totally well, a boomer like, this a is boomer. how this is how i felt so old too you know like i, I work with kids and they keep me on my toes a lot of times so because i'm not in school building because of covid i'm definitely out of the loop a lot of things now i realize that because like i don't care my biggest fear is i don't want to be that old person that's like oh, i hate that kid's music today <laughs> you know like the mumble rap does get me that way yeah but i that when you start not knowing or paying attention to music i had to ask you in this embarrassment like are these songs on the radio? Like that was what I was like, Oh no. And then when I heard a couple, I was like, Oh yeah, I have heard that. But, and yeah. he's done some songs for some video games. It looks like too. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. It seems like right up his alley. Um, he also, I don't know if you've watched the, the show on Netflix where they die. They basically do 45 minute documentaries on different rappers. And he's one of them. And I really enjoyed it. On uh, what show? What channel? Um, it's on Netflix. Okay. I think and it's called Rap. I want to say it's called Rapture. R A P T U R E. Oh, I've seen that. Okay. I believe it's what it's called. You know, I have always liked rap, and um, you know, saying things fast to a beat has always intrigued me. And yes. uh, yeah, it's uh, something I enjoy. So I check it out. I remember driving with you back to college and freestyling in the car with you uh, <laughs> many times. Yes, yes, that did happen. Gladly, that none of happen. those are on tape thank the stars I know. yeah yeah so that's gonna wrap it for news it's kind of a slow news week so we're gonna pop into some emails and in this case we got a couple of questions today feel free to jump into our discord and drop an email at any time question one right. what is the most embarrassing moment you've witnessed i've witnessed you've witnessed oh so it doesn't have to be you something that you witnessed this is a good one i have one for about my wife (laughs) do you really want to expose that i know i know i might have to tell you that that one off air um (laughs) most embarrassing thing i've witnessed keep in mind that this is a very private conversation with all of our friends who have cell phones Cell phones, right? <laughs> what will you start? Let me hear about yours. Ooh, you know, this is a difficult one. I was really hoping you'd save me here. What is the most embarrassing moment you have witnessed? Um, I heard about a pretty well, I didn't witness it firsthand. Doesn't count. Um, 
So I don't know how I don't know how I don't know how well this is gonna play on the internet, but basically I went to Vegas one time and in Vegas they have street performers. Okay. So like people like stand on the corner, like, hey, give me some money and I'll do this. Well, one of the guys had a sign that said uh, pay me twenty dollars and you can kick me in the privates as hard as you'd like. So this gal comes by in one of those scooters. It looks like she had just had new surgery because she had one of her legs all wrapped up, right? So so she rolls up, and there's a little bit of an incline, right? So her plan is to ride down this hill and kick this guy, right? So he's getting a little nervous. He's lining up the thing. Next thing you know, she goes for it, and as she reaches out one leg to kick the guy, she loses her balance and plants her hurt knee into the cement. And is then laid out on the strip in Vegas. Like... And she's a little hefty, right? So they they have to help her back onto her scooter, and she just had to wheel away with her face in her hands the entire time. It was it was epic. It was so good. Oh, you made me think of one too. So now I don't have to embarrass my dad. That's great. Okay, so Shelby and I went to college together, and if you stay during the summer ever, people would go out to the cliffs because mm. there's water there, and there's like a thirty foot cliff and a fifty foot cliff. And people would be drinking and swimming and doing whatever on there and jumping off that 30-foot cliff. And so that was always fun, right? Like, you diving in there. So there was a lady up there that was, like, acting like she and she was a bit bigger. And there's like, a guy with her, right? Like, I want to jump in. I want to jump in. And they were, like, going back and forth about it. And I remember being in the water, just, like, watching. And, like, come on. Like, I'll say, jump, Sarah, jump. And she's like, I don't know. And she's like, I'll do it. And so the guy convinces her to jump with her but hold his hand right and he so they're there and she's like okay you ready yeah yeah and so once the and she's like no i don't want it. and he pulls her down right as he jumps and mind you this is a 30 foot drop and she belly flops oh the biggest loudest belly flop i've ever seen in my life and you know when, like your kid cries but they can't get that sound out you know what i'm talking about <laughs> <Yes>. that <laughs> That you know the big yeah, cry is breathe, coming. Breathe, so imagine breathe. that for a twenty-year-old person. <laughs> that's just bright pink, like like you can't. The, the wind was definitely knocked out of her, <laughs> you know. And she's been drinking. She's lucky she didn't drown. But the and then the tears just started, and I was like, oh, that's because everyone there was had to be about a couple hundred people there, just watching her eat it on the water. You know, I was like, oh, like it was. It was bad. That's it was bad. awesome. Oh my I have one gosh. more. Okay. So, an embarrassing moment I have, I remember being back on campus at school, and we're sitting in the computer lab, and there's two, like, younger ladies by me. I'm doing something, and I'm working on some paper. And the one lady kept, like, fighting over the chair. Like, she was, she, I, she, like, never sat in a chair before, it seemed like. She had it, do you? How do you sit in your chair? Do you have your chair up high? Do you have it low? Where are you? Where are you in a desk chair kind of guy? Dude, it's it's not always it's always based on my arms. You know what I mean? I got to get those arms as parallel to that mm. computer as I can. Adjust. Someone adjust cares if I can. about his posture. My no, posture. You know what that carpal tunnel? So she was down at the very very bottom, right? And she was like talking to the person, and as clear as day, she goes, "Man, I just because her seat was so low, right?" She goes, oh, "I just feel like a midget in the seat." And, you know, it's different times. But when she looked at the person she was talking to, what she did not realize was it was a little person that she said Dude, it to. you can't say that. It's the 21st century, okay? No, 
You can't say that now. Tom Segura has a whole bit about that. Like he he <laughs> talks about all the words you can't say as he says them. But I the girl like to to paint the thing because I'm just sitting there and I'm like I don't think anyone else was paying attention. I didn't have any headphones on too. But God be lucky, reels. And I'm trying not to be like, oh, uh, it's a you know the Office where you like it's funny and you cringe because of how awkward it is. Yeah. You're like you grab your chest because your skin feels like it's coming off your body. I was like, ooh no, <laughs> and they just. They stared at each other for maybe 15 seconds of just silence. No eye contact broken. Gosh. And the girl in the lower chair just got up and walked out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even I, say anything. Just like, uh, I've left. Uh, yeah. I mean, I that what can you do at that point? Like, you could probably say sorry and just walk away, which is probably exactly what happened. <laughs> like, mumble at her breath. Sorry. Sorry. I, I think it would have been impressive if she just went back to work. <laughs> like, if she had just oh been like, oh, okay. Dude, that'd be brutal. That sends a whole different message. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 no good. No, I, uh, yeah, don't do that. If you're working in a computer lab, watch what you say. I guess. Yeah, there's a you know. I wonder. You know how you talked about like the when you uh, denied that girl taking you to Sadie Hawkins dance yeah, yeah, and it keeps re- you up at night. Uh-huh. Do you think that girl like just wakes up in the middle of the night like, oh yeah, I remember that's haunting her to this day. I probably. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. I, I will have to say that I must be a narcissist because as soon as I hear the word embarrassed, I can think about all the times I've been embarrassed, but never Same. the times somebody else has been embarrassed. Yeah. Next card. Next card. <laughs> Next question we have. Would you choose a life in the clergy or in the military? Military. Easy. Yeah. Uh, no clergy, huh? One of them I can still, you know, enjoy my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I, celibacy does not sound great to me. I did that for 17 years of my life. I'm good. Never going back, dude. Yeah, I, I would. I would back. lean. I would lean military too. I mean, you'd be able to see the world. That'd be cool. Um, but you also might die, which I'm not crazy about. So clergy's sounding better and better. We're all gonna die. You know, it's just. Yeah, but if you're a clergyman, at least you get in good with where you're going. You know what I mean? Kind of. You know, if you're Catholic, you can just say sorry right before you die and you're good. That's what I was always taught in Catholic school. That's my big takeaway. Welcome to the religion hour on our podcast. So wait, let me get this straight. All I have to do on my deathbed is say I'm sorry and my sins will be forgiven. Cool. All right. Mental (laughs) note. Doing all the bad things. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, God's cool. I don't. I get. To, I, I couldn't talk about them all the time, though. Dude, but but in because this is a video game podcast. If you're a clergyman, you can heal people, right? Don't you get the bless spell? And this you can... is true. You can also. Uh, you're really strong against the undead. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But if you're an army man, you get plus two strength. So. <laughs> yeah. Also, the military would force you to do push-ups, which I'm not crazy about. Yeah. That's it, you should do them. That's just good for you. Yeah, no, if you go clergy, you would actually have to do more push-ups, I'm sure. I think, you know, I'm, yeah. Or, you know, if you clergy, could I be like a monk and go chain in a Shaolin temple? Does that count? Or do I have to wear the white collar? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, cler- right. clergymen, let's just say everything for the sake of argument. I, yeah, I can yeah. do some serious monk stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I could be down to be a monk. I always wanted to get more into meditating. I would love to do a 30-day of silence just just because just to take a vow we should do one of those mindfulness talk. retreats yeah yeah or we could just go to vegas instead and be mindful <laughs> of having a good time 
I feel like it's a different effect long term and short term. Yeah, they're both good. Yeah. They're both good. Yeah. Also, speaking of monks, did you see that uh, Legend of Kara is coming to Netflix? Kara. Right, on August 14th. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. I'm pretty excited um, about that. I've never even seen Ash, any of Asher, those. and he's like, she's a waterbender. I was like, yes, she is. <laughs> like, she starts. Uh, I watched that one. That one, so the animation style gets a big ramp up. I, I still think Airbender is a little better, but this, uh, Cora really represents a big part of the LGBTQT community. Cool. And it's cool that she crosses back with that and it's a strong female character. I just love the Avatar thing. I'm hoping that if this does well, we'll get a third new season of Avatar with a different, I you know. I think that's in the works. All right, isn't <gasps> Netflix, like, working on They're making a, new... a live-action one, which well, is like, uh... Well, as long, I mean, whatever they do, they're going to do better than that. Um, the, what's his name? The Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, the Shyamalan movie. Oh, that was bad. What's a twist? I wanted to like it so bad, and it was so horrible. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no exactly. Well, let's move on to our third question before we close out tonight. Okay. Would it be worse for someone you despised to be your boss or your assistant? Oh, your assistant. Assistant? But then you have to take orders from your boss. Well, you despise them, right? They don't despise you? Yes. Oh, correct. Because if your assistant despises you, right, that's bad. Because they're gonna try to screw you over, right? Have you ever had a boss you hated? Mm. Well, you worked for your, your your dad for years, so I don't know. Like, yeah, right? so so I work in a family business, but I don't normally take orders from my dad. Um, I don't take orders from anybody. I don't take orders from anybody. I have been pretty. There was definitely managers that I disliked quite a bit. Despised, mm-hmm. no. But dislike strongly, yes. And that's hard to take uh, marching orders from somebody that you do not agree with. Right. Especially if you think they're a little bit of a Mm dum-dum. That makes it even harder. Mm -hmm. I've had it where, like, when I've worked part-time jobs, they're like, do you even care about this job? And I was like, no, I don't. This is why it's a (laughs) part-time job. What are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm here, I'm doing what I need to do. But, like, well, you don't have drive to move up in the company i don't plan on being a this isn't my career you know um which is why you worked one day as a barista two weeks sir (laughs) um no you know this is true i don't i don't know if i any really truly despise anybody either i don't i feel like that's a waste of energy at the same time like i'd rather not deal with them i think it would be worse to have it as your boss i think so too because you could always fire your assistant you can't fire your boss yeah yeah. Then again, if I was really irritated by somebody who's my assistant, oh, that would really be day to day annoying. I feel like boss, you could check in with weekly and like roll your eyes, but assistant, like you have to give them stuff to do constantly to keep them busy. Oh, it, I, they, you just like you said, they'd be gone. No, that'd yeah. be. I have no time for this nonsense. <laughs> it would be way harder for a boss. Because, like, it, they're there, they're, they put unwanted pressure on you. It, your boss can affect your happiness. Like, some boss, some people are bosses because they're in a managerial, managerial position and they have to make it seem like their position needed and they're not a leader. And then you get bosses that are leaders and build team and are great. Yeah, I would never, ever, no way. Like, and back to video games, if there's someone that's on my team that I think sucks, I can switch them out. Switch out your boss. Right? I don't have to use that character. Dude, in Fire Emblem, you could. You'd just be like, no, I'm switching teams. I'm going to the dark side. True. 
true you have, you pick the right class exactly exactly yeah so there you go so thank you so much for uh being with us today if you like what you hear here share with a friend subscribe via your favorite podcatcher or leave us a favorable view wherever you're listening um if you'd like more of us check us out on twitter at underpowered pod on instagram at under dot powered you can also shoot us an email at emails at underpoweredmedia.com and also check out our discord right uh we're going to be talking about what these rating, what this rating system is going to look like moving forward. I think we're going to move forward with the letter grades and then talking about what genres kind of fit into that category. Mm-hmm. But you got input. Let us know. Got one more thing. Um, when, are, when are we weighing in? Oh, for this one. Next week's episode is going to be a little different. We're going to do a state of the backlog. Um, I think we'll be right. weighing in on the August 4th. August, August, it'll come out August 5th. For all those listeners out there. So our, gotcha. our, our first episode in August will be our weigh-in. So Shelby down one game, Red Dead, True. right? And I will mm-hmm. probably be down two, if not more, for the month. Ooh, you're bringing it. You're bringing, bringing it. the thunder. Have, I still need to put up the thing. Have we decided? I think I was going to put up the Twitter poll, but I'm pretty sure everyone's just going to vote mystery shake either way. But I will put that up with this uh, this podcast just to confirm. <laughs> mystery shake is a pretty solid answer as it is. Mystery it shake is always a solid answer. <laughs> That's right. Mystery shake is your answer to any questions you may have. That's it for us tonight. Thank you for joining us. We out. Play your game.